0: Hey, what's up, guys? It's Marina. And David. Welcome to the More Than Dirty Podcast. We have a recap of last week's
1: festivities.
0: All the housewives. Bravo shows minus Vanderpump Rules. We just did a special on that. So if you want to listen to that exclusively, listen to that one to my four followers, okay?
1: Vanderpump Rules special edition. Check it.
0: But let's get into this because we have a lot of... Shit to go over.
1: Wait, is it really only four followers?
0: I don't know. I need to look, but...
1: At the most, 30, I bet. On Instagram,
0: Probably. it's like we have like 30 followers. And I don't even think... Okay,
1: but if you stick with us, you'd be on the ground You wait, you guys...
0: You're gonna, you're gonna have a lot to look forward to, okay?
1: You'd be here from the start, okay? And there's value in that.
0: <laughs> okay, let's start with Real Housewives of Potomac. Sorry if you guys heard... Our dog squeaking his toy in the background.
1: He didn't realize we were we were handling important business. And okay? he has zero manners. Important news to report.
0: So Real Housewives of Potomac. They start out with the the follow up from the previous week of uh, Jackie and Mia.
1: Yeah, the, the this is the third reunion, and they left off with Jacqueline and Jacqueline. Yes, arguing. Uh, About the the downfall of their relationship.
0: And they both pull out receipts. I mean I feel like it was like stupid that the receipt the receipts I don't really think proved anything. But the one thing that I got out of that conversation was when the whole scenario where G bought Jacqueline a car supposedly –
1: and because he she, put he put down a down he, he,
0: he they said that he put a down a down payment, so she had the record it showed that she bought the car, and it was the narrative was played out to where it made it look like Nia and G bought the car for
1: Jacqueline. Yes, on the show, it did It did look like that.
0: And it was because Mia wanted to be that type of narrative, which is so fucking weird to me. Like, why would you want to look like you are buying your friend a car?
1: She wanted to just look like they had a lot of money and uh, were somewhat throwing it around a bit.
0: That is so uh, just, like, false and it's actually so, like, thirsty you want to be uh, you want to look like you are, your friends are under you so you want them to act out that G bought a car or like you bought a car for her.
1: Yeah, they're on a show. Mia feels like she's on the real housewives of Potomac. She needs to exude money and and all of that, but it was stupid. It was stupid. It's fake. It's all fake.
0: Yeah, well we know Mia's life is fake because all of her businesses are going down and Jacqueline even says that and I mean it's just sad that I don't think they're ever recover their relationship because They really threw some Crazy shit out
1: yeah it's gonna be tough It will be tough and and What was crazy about them is Mia Was accusing Jacqueline of Sleeping with married men Oh yeah and when Mia met G He was married And so she admitted that That she did that too But Mia is just so messy. She loves being messy.
0: She loves being messy, Mia.
1: That's for sure.
0: Uh, So the next thing, Sharice comes out. They ask about the rumors with Karen. And her and Karen just don't like each other. I mean, that's just what it is. They're never going to like each other. I don't know why. I mean, I feel like Karen is holding something against her. She doesn't want her on the show for some reason. But after now, what Sharice has said, the rumors about her hooking up with someone... In a bathroom blue or something eyes. is it blue eyes yep she said a, a, it was someone working wherever they were at they
1: oh no Th- those were just frivolous claims well that she were not true oh,
0: yeah, and then so Cherise said that she said, I only said those rumors because you were coming after me, which is right. so you can't you can't make up rumors like that like but the thing
1: in Vegas is different with blue eyes yeah oh, yeah picture. And I wish it would show that damn picture, but...
0: I googled it. I don't know where the hell it is. I literally do not even know if that picture exists. Supposedly,
1: you can only see Karen, the back of Karen. And so it looks like her from the back. But you can't see her face. From, from what they say, it, you can just see the back of her.
0: Right. So, I mean, I don't know about that story. Um, but it it just ends like that and then you know I think Karen was like filing her nails to make it seem like she I feel like she was kind of absent this reunion she wasn't really like fully into it Engaged. yeah I feel like she was kind of just like taking a step back
1: she did have a different type of season but I thought the best part of that reunion was Chris
0: when the guys came out
1: when the guys came out and Chris let Giselle have it. Oh
0: yeah, that's that was the best of part.
1: All the fake shit and Eddie had a couple funny moments oh, yeah. too.
0: I think Eddie and Wendy, Wendy, are the best couple.
1: They are on good. that show. They are good.
0: They are hilarious to, with each other, and they you can tell they have a genuine great relationship.
1: Eddie's a happy guy too. My, Smiley Eddie. Smiley Eddie.
0: And they they and again, this carries out to the next thing where. Chris addresses Giselle at this point. They're trying to make it... So Giselle is saying that what she wasn't wasn't comfortable for what he did. Yes. And Chris was like, what the fuck did I do?
1: Right. If you felt uncomfortable, I get it. But what did I do? And she couldn't get that she kept saying he did something. And what he did was he made her feel uncomfortable, but... He didn't do anything to make her feel uncomfortable. She just felt, felt uncomfortable. That. Yeah,
0: so she needed to reword it because yeah. it made him seem like he like made a move on her in a empty room or when they're by, their se- by themselves. Stupid. And she couldn't even I think she she finally says sorry at the end, but she couldn't even explain like what he did. She was just like you made me uncomfortable because we were sitting in a room together by ourselves.
1: Yeah. So stupid. So
0: basically you were just uncomfortable by the setting and that he was there when no one else was around. So that's a you problem for what I see it as.
1: I I would have to agree with that. And, And basically, I mean, he's always been so respectful. And he brought up such a good point in rebuttal to this that Giselle's always talked about that he has a brown penis, this and that. And he never said a word about that to her. He could have said that that made him feel uncomfortable, but he didn't.
0: That I feel like that would make a lot of people uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, and then she goes and says that he did something just by talking to her behind closed doors, because she was one of his wife's friends. Right at the point, at that point, it's just stupid.
0: So I, I, and I'm glad that he addressed it, and I'm glad that he said, "Look, your words were—I was cost affected." Him
1: clients. Yeah,
0: he was affected by it.
1: Yeah, he had a lot of backlash. And it, laugh. you
0: know, it hurt his family. Is pretty much it hurt his livelihood. Yeah. And per Perkins, a gutter snipe bitch ass.
1: <laughs> Candace, I'm gonna use that shit yep. now. Verbally flies off the handle all the time. Yeah,
0: she went out on her as well. But I, I think it just needed to be done, and I think. All in all, this last reunion part, was part three, Yep, was pretty fucking boring. Overall,
1: I I thought it was pretty weak.
0: Yeah, but I think they had a strong start. Yeah. I think they probably should have kept it to two, though.
1: Yeah. Three was just pretty much
0: drawn out um, with stupid shit. So I think that they they should have kept it to two, but I feel like it was a great season, though. Great season, and I can't wait for... The next one, Definitely. and I think so. Giselle and um, Candice are going to be on Real Housewives of Thailand or the, uh, the Ultimate, Ultimate Girl Trip. Trip. So that's going to be very that's be a good one, very fun to watch. Moving anyway, on.
1: yep. I hate Mondays, but we have we got Summer House on Mondays, and that always makes it a little better.
0: Yes, Summer House. So this is just following up from the last one where. Kyle is apologizing to Danielle. I feel like they had a good conversation yeah, about it where he, he he apologized for talking about Carl and, in he, front of everyone.
1: Exactly. And then
0: also you know, yelling at Danielle. So I'm glad that he addressed it. I felt like that was pretty mature on his part.
1: I think so. But then, I mean, as we see later in the episode, once he gets some liquor – in a system, he loses his cool again.
0: Yeah, that's at the end. Yeah, uh, but Car- it, Kyle and Carl have a talk with yes. each other. Yes. And I think I think at it, the
1: office. Yeah. During the week, it actually looked productive.
0: It looked like a good talk, and it, I feel like Carl was still holding back, though. I feel like he still had more to say, but just didn't know how he wanted to say he wanted to quit, basically. I think that yeah. that was still on his mind, and but he didn't know how to tell Kyle. But then my favorite part – so everyone gets back to the house. Everyone is at the house, and everyone showed up for the weekend. And the best person on earth shows up.
1: Oh, yeah. Andrea. Well, I wonder why you love Andrea.
0: Andrea, which he should be – I don't know. I don't understand. Why don't they just put him back on the he show? Should,
1: he should. He should be And I think he should
0: invite his girlfriend. I think that would be like awesome to see both of them in the mix.
1: He should definitely be on the show. He he adds Everyone a loves pure him. element to it. And
0: what Gabby said, he is the perfect specimen. Specimen
1: of a man? She did. Yep.
0: Yes. So he's just fun to look at and I think he's <laughs> like I think he's hilarious. I think he brings a lot of good energy to the house. He
1: does. That is that is true,
0: and then I guess.
1: Oh, they had the. It was kind of a silly. They had a card party. game. Yeah, it was not not a silly party, but it was such a silly game. Stir the pot, like that's ever gonna go well. That's it's not gonna end up. That's well. kind
0: of like the game that Marisol tried to play in Real Housewives of May- Miami. Who do we trust the
1: least? That was idiotic too.
0: So stupid, but anyways, she, everyone's going around reading cards. And then what was the question that was asked? Who do you trust Elise? Yeah. To Danielle. And Danielle says, Amanda.
1: If I had to go with someone, I'd go with Amanda.
0: And Amanda is, you know, she's, she's wasted at this point. I mean, you could just
1: Super tell. Super sensitive. This followed a scene, by the way, where Kyle brought up that Amanda hasn't had a period in like nine months. Which is and crazy. Because he just found that out from that talk that we with just Sierra. mentioned he had with Danielle.
0: No, Sierra Oh, it
1: was with Sierra right after you're right.
0: It was a good I feel like that it was good that Sierra brought that to his attention because obviously he needs to know I mean if they're trying to have kids and whatever the case is, I mean she's not Amanda's not doing well. You can tell in her face and her in her body and everything that something's going on. Yeah. And something's off, which I'm so glad that she brought that to light. I said that in, in our other episode, that it's not talked about enough where where girls get off birth control. It's a, it's a whole fucking thing. And people go through so much shit. Yes. Woman getting off birth control. Well, it's,
1: because it's hormones. It it messes with your hormones.
0: It totally messes with your homo- hormones. And a lot of people that I know have been on it for years and years and years. Yes. But, anyways, Danielle says that she doesn't trust her. Amanda gets butt hurt.
1: And by the way, a little context she's hammed. Yeah, at Amanda's this point. just. She's she, annihilated drunk. Yeah,
0: I think. And she even admitted that. She did like a questionnaire on her Instagram story and she said that she was fucking shit faced. Like, she was just gone.
1: On top of the fact that Kyle just brought up that she hadn't. Had a menstrual cycle in nine months. And uh, so she was just super sensitive right then. Worst time ever for what happened to happen. And
0: I uh, I mean, I get why Danielle is saying it because she is close with Lindsay at this time. And yes. Lindsay, you know, had some stuff with her. Amanda said that Lindsay was basically poisoning Carl, as in manipulating
1: She was always in his ear, no matter what was going on. She gave him her opinion and was trying to control situations and stuff.
0: Right. So I think Danielle's just trying to be, like, a ride-or-die friend. Yes.
1: She's right by her.
0: And so Amanda goes to her room. She starts crying. She's – the game is over after that.
1: Yeah, the game ends abruptly.
0: Abruptly, and –
1: Kyle tries to go look for her.
0: And she's sobbing. She's upset. Yeah. And Kyle gets pissed off because she's upset. So he goes downstairs, back to where everyone is, and starts just basically letting it all out.
1: Never but- a good idea. He was drunk as hell also. Yes. And he just got so pissed. That- he called
0: them bitches. He was mad. Um, and I, I felt so bad for Carl in this instance because he's yeah. sober.
1: He's sober. He's watching everyone get hammered. And, and Kyle's supposed to be his best friend, or right?
0: What? So he's just sitting there, like, "Holy shit! What? I mean, is there anything I can do?" He he knows not to say anything because it's just going to escalate everything. If Carl was drunk, it would be totally opposite. If he was still drinking right now, totally, he would have flipped the fuck out. Yep,
1: he would have gone.
0: There probably bad. been a been a brawl.
1: I don't know if it would have gone. Who knows? But he would have said something. And he, and he absolutely at this point he's letting it go. Did the, did the show end? Yeah. In that scene?
0: I think so. So we'll
1: see what happens Monday, but apparently he's he's letting it go at the moment.
0: Yes. I mean, you can't reason when someone is when you're when you're sober and someone is just drunk off the handles. There's there's no reasoning with those type of people.
1: It would have escalated quick if he said something. And and we'll see. Maybe he does. We shall see. So what do we got next? We got Jersey.
0: Jersey. Um, this was kind of a. There were there. I feel like there wasn't much that happened. Um, I love the talk that Melissa had with Antonia in the car, and she was saying to Antonia, "Listen, you don't. Whatever is happening between your, your dad, basically all three of them, and um, Melissa, Joe, and Teresa is none of your is bu- business. Basically."
1: She didn't want her to worry about it. She, uh, all of Teresa's kids, they're really close. Antonia, they're all close, and they don't talk about the parents' crap that they're dealing with, which is actually real mature of those kids.
0: And Uh, I love that she had that conversation because you don't see Teresa having those conversations with her kids. Her kids are involved. They have a perception of, of the Gorga's. And yes. you can just tell like when they come around. They're just totally not into them.
1: I don't agree with that approach at all, but I'm not gonna tell anyone how to parent their own children, but that that is two starkly different approaches that, you know, clearly the gorgas are handling the correct way. That's all I'll say.
0: Yes, I believe so too. And, you know, people wanna put up the fight that Teresa's closer to her kids. How the fuck do you know? You don't know if she's closer. I feel like Melissa and... I feel like they're doing a great job raising their kids. And they don't want them to be in the drama. You haven't seen them talk about Teresa at all.
1: No, they don't do that. Or Louie or anything like that. No, they don't.
0: So I think that's commendable. And it's so funny because I think it was like the next scene after. It shows Teresa talking to Melania and Gia. About the ho the whole ordeal about Joe might not be coming to the wedding, and Melania was like, "If he doesn't come to the wedding, then I'm done." Yep. And the situation, I get the these girls are probably being fed one side of the story, and apparently they're butt hurt about what the Gorga said on some type of podcast or whatever the case was. But Teresa's job is to.
1: Shield the kids from this crap.
0: And she doesn't want her kids thinking that her brother is some type of sick animal or like a terrible uncle or anything like that.
1: Yeah. She it it is so bad, such a bad move, and she did it in front of the entire family, extended family, Louis's parents,
0: Oh yeah, his sisters before
1: that. She she Teresa has no no barometer for, for what she should talk about versus what she shouldn't.
0: And the funny it's thing terrible. is that Gia, she says that we were close to them. You know, they were all going to each other's houses and so forth right before Louie came into the picture. Yep. And I think that's just funny. And I think that, that
1: just was shows she saying something. Was she saying that it's because of Louie? Coming into her life, or was she just saying that was just the last time they were hanging out? I'm I'm curious.
0: No, I think she was just saying that that was the last time they were all hanging out. I don't think she had any type of. I don't think she meant to. Yeah, meant to say, like, oh, she didn't make it seem like it was because of Louie, but now, I mean, if you put two and two together, why
1: else? Yeah, it's true. And I don't even know if it's something Louis did, but Teresa has changed since Louis. She thinks she needs to do certain things to, you know, as she says, stay in her love bubble. But it's really to protect Louis at all costs. And she's just going about the whole thing the wrong way.
0: Yes. So I guess at this point, we don't know. I think – she, uh, Joe, still invited to the wedding, and Melissa is still invited to the wedding. No talks of that have been said or anything. Yeah, that
1: comes up in the next episode.
0: Okay, so and then they had um, Melissa and Jennifer meet up for lunch, and it was just funny to see because they have been at each other's throats ever since Jennifer, I think, has been on. They never got
1: along. It's true. They, it, it, was, it was a little bit of a, a weird meetup.
0: It was weird.
1: And it continues to be weird because Jen thinks, knowing how close Melissa has always been with Marge, she thinks it's a good idea to warn her about Marge and that she shouldn't necessarily trust her.
0: It's totally weird. I think that – I don't know what she was trying to do because she should have known that Melissa and Marge are close Melissa, of course, is going to go back she to Marge and say whatever she said. And and what she said was that Marge p- has pushed her to talk to other guys because Joe and her were in a bad place.
1: Yeah, supposedly Marge has joked with Melissa previously and they joked to each other about how, you know.
0: They can get someone better.
1: Yeah, or just that they can get. Some rock star or some athlete.
0: Yeah, and it's true. I mean I feel like, I feel like that's what girls do in every situation, any situation with – I know my girlfriends, if, if someone's telling me about their problems in their relationship, I'm like, you know how much – like he should be kissing the ground you walk on. And,
1: and I think – And I don't even think it's in that context. I think Marge just messes with her. She gave an example – and it made a lot of sense. Well,
0: I think she was also just like boosting Mel- Melissa's ego because she was just like, you know, she was down and, and everything like that. And Melissa, no, she should know that she's a bad bitch. So I think she was just trying to give her that confidence too. Right. Which I don't think right. is a bad thing. I think that's what girlfriends are supposed to do.
1: Right. But at no point was she legitimately telling her to f- possibly think about. Being with someone else or ending anything with Joe or anything like that
0: I don't think she was I don't think she was deliberately saying you need to leave him he's a piece no of shit. Way. you can go no get someone way. else I don't think that's what it was it
1: wasn't that, and Jennifer E Dean just ran it all the way to the end zone on her own and made those assumptions
0: yeah, but it blows up in her face you know at Jen fessler's house yes and that's where they had the brunch
1: oh. What a shit show that brunch was. First, we were waiting for everyone to arrive, and it was like Jen Fessler couldn't stay out back because someone kept coming to the door. They had like 12 people at this brunch, 14 people, and the second Jen, Aideen, gets there, she was the last one there, literally the second she sits down, she and Marge just start going at it.
0: I don't even think anyone ate, and like that food looks so good. I would be so mad. I would just be eating because... I'd be like, fuck this. I'm going to eat my meal. <laughs> it, had, it was like fried chicken and shit. No, like, I'm not right. missing that.
1: You're right. And Jen Fessler kicked everyone out because the continued arguing was just so, so overboard.
0: Well, they were going super below the belt. I mean, Jennifer was telling Marge how she doesn't have a family. Marge was telling her, telling, telling Jennifer she has a fucked up marriage. And I think that... When they sat down, it was already – I think Margaret should have just said, I don't appreciate you going to my friends and talking shit about me. And she
1: basically did. It's just Jennifer A. Dean, if she is being clapped at, she loses all sense and she just goes straight back, goes for the jugular. She doesn't care about how low she goes. No. And it just escalated and it was literally – they were the only two talking.
0: They were screaming at each yeah, other.
1: You're right. It was screaming. It was not talking. And they
0: were. I mean, they were some. Sa- they were saying some really fucked up shit. Where I feel like I would be like, "This is super uncomfortable," um, if I was there. I'm like, "This is fucking
1: crazy." Well, this that's the part of the show that is not real. I know it's a reality show, but in real life, you have two people that are supposedly. It's not they're not friends, but they have to hang out because they're both in this group. There were two people that had to hang out because they were both in the same group of friends and they were arguing like that, they would then make sure they wouldn't be around each other ever. And these two it because of the show, they have to be around each other all the time.
0: But I also think that on Marges in they were past the bullshit. They got past the bullshit. A while ago, and now Jennifer is bringing back all the shit again. It's true. They should have, they should have moved on. And so I think, it, I mean, Jennifer is on the outs with a lot of people. I mean, right now, and she has
1: the new girls are sketched on her.
0: Yeah, and it's funny that it, what's so funny is that. So basically, Jen gets pissed off that they're screaming, Marge tries to leave, Jen Fessler stops Marge because they're really good friends, she's like, no, you're staying in my house, Jennifer, you need to leave. And Teresa and Jennifer start walking out. And I was thinking to myself, like, it's so funny how Jennifer rides for Teresa and she was warning, Jennifer was warning Melissa about Marge, how she's lost so many friends. And I was thinking to myself, huh? Wait a second. You know how many friends Teresa has lost? That's like so hypocritical.
1: Well, she was projecting.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that Jennifer – I think she she needs to step outside. I also think – I do think there's a lot of problems going on with her marriage and so that she is um, taking it out on everyone, and that's including Marge.
1: It's true, and they're showing that. You can see the the issues that they're having.
0: And at Danielle's party – I'll make this part really quick – um, it was really cute. I actually love Danielle. I love her family. Oh,
1: her little girl's fifth birthday party? Yes,
0: they're hilarious. hilarious.
1: Um,
0: and Rachel was invited, which was good. And it was weird to me that, so she invited, you know, people that had younger kids, which... Jennifer A. Dean. And Rachel. Rachel. And who else has younger kids? But she invited Teresa. Teresa doesn't have younger yeah, kids.
1: Yeah, Teresa and So be. that was
0: fucking weird to me. And I was just like, what is she trying to do?
1: I think it's because she's new to the group. She doesn't know who...
0: Yeah, so she's trying to beat Mm -hmm. up Teresa's ass to have her on her side or whatever the case is. Anyways, it was just weird. Um, And then it was also weird to me how Louie showed up with Teresa and straight up goes to Jennifer and was like, what happened with Marge? Did you notice that? Yes. I was just like, what the fuck? Why is he so involved? And that makes me think like. Oh, maybe he is like he wants to be so involved that he is—he's on TV. He like I think he loves the screen. That's what I think I, I about Louis.
1: Yeah, it could be that. Well, he definitely does enjoy the screen.
0: Yes, you can tell. And, and that, that like
1: what their conversations are like at home.
0: I think this just he that when he asked Marge or asked Jennifer about that, I was just like, what man like. What husband asks about the drama? Like, most of them don't give a shit about the drama. And they hate that
1: there's drama. Totally. The guys always stay out of it on these shows.
0: And then Rachel and Jen talk, and it seems like they squash the beef.
1: Right. Well, which looked weird in the beginning because they've gotten into it. Yeah. They got in a big fight at the end of the previous episode. Right. But it did seem like they were at least getting along, but Rachel's super weary. Of Jennifer Aideen. Well, she should be. She should be. Jennifer
0: makes great TV. I think she's hilarious. But, I mean, she.
1: Her daughter's hilarious. She's just a psychopath. You can't trust her. Exactly. We got Miami.
0: Oh, Miami. Miami oh, oh, my, my gosh. gosh. Reunion. So, basically, they start out fucking hot. Miami hot.
1: They do. I'm bummed that show's over.
0: Me too. It's actually – I think I've said this multiple times, but it's one of my favorite franchises. It was
1: such a good episode. Okay, so they start out hot. They start out
0: hot. And
1: Adriana going – oh, no. Adriana came in later. And Alexia.
0: they start out. And my, the thing is is that – so the, the stage, you know how they do certain themes for the stage? It was – Nicole's Nicole, wedding. Nicole's engagement party. Nicole's
1: engagement party.
0: And Nicole was like, oh, Larsa, do you know, do you know what this is? And, she, <laughs> and that was so fucking shady.
1: Larsa said, no, but, I don't know where we are.
0: Yeah, because she disinvited her ass. Yes. And I love that. Nicole, like, she plays, I think she's, like, the top-notch housewife of all franchises right now.
1: Nicole um, is badass.
0: So they go into. I think they talk about Lisa and Lenny's Lenny. divorce.
1: They do. That that is how it started.
0: And we've heard some stuff. You know, I didn't know he was throwing around divorce to her
1: she multiple times he used to like sort of threaten it when they were getting arguments over the previous fifteen years. And then a little later in the show, we learned that they were only married fifteen years. So he was doing that the entire marriage.
0: And that's, like, no way to live. I'm, that, I could not live like that. Someone if I, like, stepped on something wrong, I'd be threatened for marriage. Like, that's just crazy.
1: You can't throw around that word.
0: No. If you want to have a good marriage. No, most people know that. The crazy part was the story about Lenny and his now mistress.
1: Oh, shit in the hot tub. They caught them. Yeah, Lisa caught them a year ago, a year before all this shit happened. Yeah. She caught them in the jacuzzi, close close enough that it was awkward. She came up, gave Lenny a look, told him to get over here, and then she like looked at the girl like, "Um, right. Excuse me. It's But yeah. that was it. And then she had no clue and it probably was going on from then. Probably.
0: I mean, it's like what it's a Raquel and Tom situation. Well, not really even
1: longer. It's been going it because they been were never friends.
0: I'm just saying like the infidelity, True. but I feel bad for Lisa. But I also think like, girl, you, I think she was just so blinded by wanting to be with Lenny. She loved the lifestyle and everything where she was just letting him do shit that she, no one would let, You know, in in a normal situation, that they wouldn't let their spouse do that to them. I think she was just letting a lot of shit
1: pass. She was ignoring any signs that she was getting. And I think she really does. She did
0: love him. Yeah. And that's why she put up all the shit.
1: Andy Cohen asked her if she still loves him. And she hesitated. There was like easily a five to seven second pause. And then she said, no, not right now, no. I bet she actually still does, but she has that boyfriend now. And uh, it's just so sad because Lenny not only is not into it anymore, he has no respect for the mother of his children, how she feels. He does not care.
0: He's disgusting the way he treated her. And he did it on camera and still wanted to film being a total fucking piece of shit. That was like hard to watch.
1: Total pig. He and just doesn't Lisa, even care. and, and he Lisa, has a lot of money,
0: yeah, he has a lot, so that makes him feel like he can do anything to her, right? But I just felt bad for Lisa in the whole situation. I mean, I feel like she, she's a good mom, and Lenny was like holding it over her head that she was partying and doing all that shit. You know, I feel like who cares if she wants to go out and have fun, she can go out and have fun.
1: She said she, she goes out like once a month. Or she was going out once a month, so was he.
0: But it doesn't even matter if you go out every weekend. You're right. If you want to go out every weekend, the kids are taken care of, why the fuck it doesn't matter? She, he should go out with her then.
1: That's what I was just going to say. It, the, the issue was that they were doing this separately. He was probably out
0: he was doing having stuff an too. affair.
1: Absolutely. And she was just going out with girlfriends. She She definitely got the short end of the stick on that one.
0: Um, so, so I don't know if they're going to talk about it more, but that was, I think that they covered a lot of it during that segment.
1: It'll probably enter in and out. It's, it's like a, a running theme, but, but yeah, I think they talked about the bulk of it.
0: And then uh, the, <laughs> we have to talk about Lars's ass really quick. really quick.:
1: How could she possibly say that that's fake, or that, that it's her real ass?
0: She is lying. I'm sorry. They show the before and after. There's no way you just get fat and then your ass – when you – like it it either is just saggy and fat or whatever, but hers is like lifted and it's just no way. I'm sorry.
1: Her current ass ate her old ass ten times or something because it is – no chance is it the same ass.
0: And I'm all for plastic surgery. If if it's gonna make you feel better, I think I'm for I'm for anything that makes anyone feel better. If you want bigger tits, go get it. If you want a fucking nose job, who gives a shit? But don't sit there and lie about it. That's what pisses me off. I know
1: why she, she's trying to say that it's her real ass. It's such a blatant lie.
0: But we just had to cover that cuz I thought it was so funny. And they and the producers did a before and after it was so
1: funny. Oh my gosh. That that was the most telling thing when they put up that before.
0: I didn't oh, realize wow. how tiny she was. She had no she literally had no ass. No ass. And I and I thought she would have at least some and I'm like, "Oh, maybe you know, I could see it." But she had zero. Zero.
1: Zero ass to humongous ass. Yeah. Like one that should not be on that body.
0: Yes, it doesn't look... It doesn't
1: so go. So disproportionate.
0: Um, and then Annie talks about Marisol's drinking, which I think is definitely something they should have touched on. And I think they should have touched on it longer because she, has been, she drinks all the time.
1: Every scene. Every scene. I don't think I've seen her without a drink.
0: But her excuse was because she's trying to do a cocky line. She's making a line. And I'm like, you should have said that from the start. But she's been doing that for ever since she's been on the show. It's, it's not totally. like it's not like it's a new thing. So you've been doing it for how many years? You've been making a line for how many years?
1: And if she has a nickname for it, cocky, I mean, she she clearly has an issue.
0: And she tried to blame Nicole. Yeah. And I was she just like, Nicole
1: drinks more than she does.
0: I'm like, "What the fuck? I cannot believe she would make that." She basically deflected to make herself feel better. And you everyone knows Nicole is a doctor. You, Nicole can't drink before she has a shift at all. Twenty-four hours before a shift, she cannot. And we've seen Nicole how to leave certain things to go to work, And I think she's like the most responsible one, probably.
1: She probably is, and Marisol has a drink. Every single on camera interview, every single time you see her, she has a drink.
0: In the last reunion, she had to go pee every fucking 5 minutes because yes. this bitch was drinking
1: a non out cup
0: nonstop. Yeah. She was drinking nonstop and Annie was like, "Why are you why do you have to keep going to the bathroom?" Cuz I pee a lot when I drink. And I mean I pee a lot in general, Most but but throw some alcohol in there, forget it.
1: No, she had a quart like a quart-sized blinged out cup. Yeah. Full, probably.
0: And then they talk about the whole segment with Nicole's dad. I think that Alexia and Larsa were overstepping.
1: Totally. They don't They don't know. Alexia loves to comment on other people's lives. So
0: does Larsa.
1: You're right, but they hate it when someone does that to them.
0: But you have no idea what Nicole went through. And I think it's good to put up boundaries to whoever. It could be family, whoever it is if they're not bringing anything to your life or if they were bringing a negative energy to your life, I think that's right. I think that's commendable on Nicole's part to set up boundaries with her dad because obviously she has some PTSD.
1: Yeah. And you know what? Someone acknowledging what they did to you and apologizing goes such a long way, but some people cannot bring themselves to do that. Her dad, he was crying But still just couldn't look her in the eye and say, you know, I'm so sorry. I totally screwed up.
0: And either Alexia or Larsa was like, he was crying. That should have been enough. No. Some people need to hear the words. I'm sorry for doing this to you.
1: Yeah, she got hit by a car. And she was in the ICU. And he was off talking to someone. So she didn't feel like he protected her.
0: Right. I'm sure it's valid. But that's that generational trauma. That you have to always respect your elders. They you know, brought you into the world and they did all this stuff for you. No. That's like, sorry. If you are toxic, there needs to be a boundary.
1: He just needs to acknowledge and apologize. But I'll tell you what. It's something that Alexia has a huge issue with.
0: That's that's a great point. She, she can't acknowledge good what segue. Does. Good segue. She the can't next, apologize ever. The next point that we have is... Alexia calling herself a star, which, okay. Gertie was saying it the best. You you say you're a star, but then you're you're saying everyone thinks she's they're jealous of her, like they're like everyone's jealous of me. I'm a star, and so it makes it like almost like you're kind of like shitting on everyone. You're you're being pretentious.
1: She said that she said that everyone was jealous of her resiliency and. I, honestly, we've talked about this a few times. Some people just can't listen to, the, to themselves. Everything's a double standard. They're just not going to get it. You can't get through to them. Teresa, Judice, I was going to say, who Alexia, does Alexia
0: remind you of? They're
1: both the exact same. They both same.
0: look the same. They have the same face, facial structure, hair, except for Alexia's blonde. And they... Can't take accountability for Neither shit
1: Neither one of them Alexia is so bad at it When everyone She's is looking bad at right it. at her And she knows that she totally screwed up She goes down in flames with her pride
0: So she basically she, she apologized to Julia But it wasn't a good ap- apology, apology at all She was like yeah. Sorry for the way it made you feel about the Russian – no, you need to apologize for making that what remark about Russian me- woman to everyone, all the Russian women out there. And she just didn't say it right. She doesn't know how to apologize.
1: No. Saying I apologize for that, – that you felt a certain way, that is a non-apology.
0: Right. Totally. It's not it,
1: – Don't waste your breath.
0: I would be like, that's not an apology. I'm not accepting it. Yeah. Sorry.
1: No, thank you.
0: And then um, with Adriana, how she basically put that man's life out. You know, he he's a doctor, and she's like, I don't care if he's a doctor. Does, does that make him better than everyone else? No, we're just saying that they care about how a doctor portrays himself. If You know what I'm saying?
1: And Adriana was newly dating him. He did nothing,
0: and she did research on yeah. this guy,
1: and then she admits that she didn't scroll down the entire page to see that he was divorced, right, but then she won't apologize
0: and she won't apo- now she won't apologize at all because of the comment that Adriana made about frankie yeah what, which I think Adriana is sorry, super sorry for it. she is I think you that can tell. yeah, and I think that she she doesn't know how to use her words correctly
1: episode you see alexia yelling at her saying i don't apologize to the devil right so she always she puts a reason in her own head to justify acting shitty that's
0: true and i think adriana oh adriana had the best receipts though she did she brought out the receipts that was alexia trying to hook her up with a married man yes and alexia was like i don't date married men And Alexia was trying to fucking do it the whole time. It was like, she's trying to do it, like, and Adriana was like, no, I'm not doing that. And then she goes and bashes her for allegedly dating a married man when he wasn't married at all. He was divorced. And she 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 made this whole thing about Adriana.
1: Alexia is a walking contradiction. She is literally, (laughs) all she does is project... She's doing everything that she's supposed to say and deflect. Totally, it's insane. But again, you can't reason with her.
0: And it's I, I was, it's I totally would say Teresa.
1: The saying that that goes along with. But I think Alexia can be pretty smart when she wants to be. She just doesn't get it. She has zero introspection. She she does not notice. She can't accept anything she does.
0: I think she's. I think her Marisol. And Larsa are so jealous of Nicole, and because she has everything that they want. Yeah. She has
1: shit ton of money.
0: Shit ton of money. Happy they were right like here. questioning her how they can afford a forty million dollar house. She was like, I didn't buy it for forty million dollars. I bought it for thirteen, sold it for forty.
1: Yeah, really. Because
0: quick. we fixed it up.
1: She said forty four. Yeah, anyway. forty four. In I mean, are you shitting me? Over three times.
0: So don't fucking jump on Nicole for making smart business decisions. They have a side business. They flip houses. I mean, that's how a lot of people make a yeah. shit ton of money.
1: And and it ended up being just perfect timing because of the real estate frenzy because of COVID. 44 million bucks on a $13 million house. Come on. No Anyone brainer. is going to be happy with that. No brainer. And that house is amazing. I mean, it's beautiful. It
0: is. And they fixed it up. I, They, they did a bunch of um, renovations and stuff. And then it ends the episode with Alexia saying to Lisa, which I don't know if she's going to apologize for. We'll see. That if she had more confidence in herself because alexia was talking herself up i have confidence that's that's what you guys need or that's what i'm a star yes and lisa i think she was trying to diffuse the situation
1: she was trying to say lisa if you if you believed that you were a star you wouldn't have let lenny do what he did to you
0: yeah if you were if you had more confidence i mean who says that to a friend yeah and even if I think Lisa was is confident. I think she's a confident person. But Lenny would do that, what he did, he would have done it no matter what. Yeah. It's not her fault that Lenny did anything. Lenny's a fucking pig and it's true. did whatever he wanted to do. It wouldn't have stopped him from doing anything else. I mean he –
1: It was inevitable.
0: Inevitable. So I want to see if she's going to apologize for that because that was messed up.
1: All right, well, we got a lot more spice coming up.
0: But that was a good
1: reunion, first reunion. It was. And I
0: think there's three parts, so we'll see what happens. Um, But, yes, it was all good. And thanks for joining us, everyone. Thanks for getting down and dirty with us on More Than Dirty. To my four followers, thank you. We love you. Love you. Peace out.